Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed, leaving a star rating and a review on iTunes, never missing one single episode. Thank you very much, everybody who does that. Uh, just a little bit of an episode archive update for you before I kick off the show properly. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup in the last episode. I posted that the episode was up, and it really wasn't up because iTunes didn't upload it. Well, as far as how we upload the shows and how it, uh, the websites we use and, and various crazy technical things such as that, uh, could not hold the amount of episodes that we have here on Rock Strikes 10. So uh, we had to condense the feed down to the most recent 100 episodes. So if you're a new listener, a new friend, or subscriber of the show, uh, then those early episodes are not on the iTunes feed. They are exclusively on cnjradio.com. So there's your update there. All right, let's get on to the theme of the show here. Uh, this is one I've been trying to do for a while. I had a really long list that I had to whittle down to 10, so at some point I'll be doing a Volume 2 and possibly Volume 3, which is apropos, actually, because these are songs that I've picked from Greatest Hits releases from... You know, pretty much mostly popular and classic bands. And you know that thing that's it has been going on since the industry was really white hot, starting in the 70s, really. Uh, they'd put out a greatest hits record by a band, whether it was a contractual obligation or maybe they were going to take a, a maybe an extra year off. You know, whether uh, they, it took a long time to write a new record. But, uh, you know, at some point a best of slash greatest hits release would come out. And to entice the hardcore fan that had every record, that why would I buy a Greatest Hits album, you know? Unless you're a completist, uh, you know, or you just wanted to have a, you know, maybe you weren't doing the mixtapes at that point, like that wasn't a thing for you, blank tapes. and But they would add in a, a new song that was exclusive to the Greatest Hits collection. And, uh, you know, you could, it's definitely a, a fun a music nerdy thing to pick apart is this new song on the greatest hits a true hit or not is it a hit or a miss and uh for for me personally i've gone through all the greatest hits albums that i have that have added new songs and uh, i'm going to play some of my personal favorites these are uh, and, and there are a few people that i definitely left out on this list uh, mostly just because I played a lot of them recently, and you can probably figure out who as you listen. So, like I said, they'll definitely be a volume two, but let's just get down to it. One of the very first songs I thought of for this, actually, it's kind of the closest thing to a best of that this band put out. And it's, it's funny because this is a band that doesn't put out best ofs or greatest hits. They've always uh, had the thumbs down, you know, for the label. They actually have it. I guess they have a pretty good contract that says that they have the right to say no to putting out best ofs and always have. Uh, ACDC, the only two compilations that they've ever put out that aren't live albums are soundtracks. Uh, first in 1986 with the Stephen King movie Maximum Overdrive and the Iron Man 2 soundtrack from a few years ago. It's the only 
ACDC compilations you're going to find out there. So going to play something from the very first one, 1986, the Maximum Overdrive soundtrack. The album is officially called Who Made Who, and you know what I'm playing. It's the title track, Who Made Who. From the album of the same name, that was Who Made Who by ACDC. Officially, that album came out May 23rd, 1986, and it had two other new songs on it, but they were both instrumental, so that's the only new song that Brian Johnson did a vocal on. And of course, that one's for Malcolm Young. I mean, <laughs> since I last did a show, the Malcolm Young news has been just 
fucking heartbreaking. I mean, just tragic. Uh, I am extremely upset about it. I'm, I'm not upset because I feel like they owe me. This is not that kind of rant. It's just... Uh, I'm taking this Malcolm Young thing really personally. Uh, Alzheimer's is something that runs in my family, and uh, it's it, it sucks. I mean, it's it's one of the worst, if not the worst thing that you could have that's not cancer, you know? I mean, it, it, there's got to be something. <laughs> I just, I refuse to believe that I can live in a world where we can't find a cure for this, or if you hear me out there, pharmaceutical companies, hospitals, the government, uh, a way to live with it maybe, because you could still make money off of this thing. Just find us a way to live with it and, and get our memories back if we have it. Uh, I've really got a lot to say about this. I don't want to get off on a total tear, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to fucking do something about it, and I already have an idea on what I'm going to do. If anything, try to get money to some people uh, that are trying to actually find a cure legitimately. Uh, if, if you have the same kind of feeling I do about Alzheimer's disease and how much it sucks, and if you want to do something about it, if you know of a place that is actually working on it, you let me know. Send me an email, joey at cnjradio.com, uh, just, or PM me on Facebook. All right, let's move on here. Let's try to have some fun. That's what this show is all about, right? Mostly fun. And... We're sticking with the theme, new songs off of Greatest Hits. This is a band that's had, uh, I'd say roughly about five, that sounds right, five new songs that they've put out on Greatest Hits over the years. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands, much like ACDC, one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, talking about Van Halen. Uh, you know, of course, the most famous collection of new songs they put out was back in 96 with David Lee Roth, that little 10-minute reunion they had with Dave. Uh, that unfortunately was short-lived at the time. Those two songs are great. I, I love those songs. I think they're law, but I, I'm not going to play those. Uh, I am I am also a Van Hagar defender. I, I like Sammy. Uh, you know, of course, I choose Roth over Sammy as far as Van Halen goes, but I still like my Van Hagar. And uh, it kind of came and went real quietly in 2004. You know, most people know they got back together for one more tour with Sammy. Uh, they had three new songs to put out that were on the table. I really like uh, one of the songs a lot, especially uh, It's About Time from the Best of Both Worlds collection. So I'd like to play that for you here. Uh, maybe you've never heard this one because it's not like radio ever played it. So here you go. It's a cool hard rocker with Sammy Van Halen. It's About Time. Turn it up.
from their two disc best of the best of both worlds that was van halen with it's about time one of the three new songs on that collection uh this is one of those compilations that logan would hate because it's anything but chronological order it's a weird track listing as far as the the order goes and it jumps around from roth to hagar and back and forth it's 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 interesting it's it's definitely a van halen shuffle uh, but if you don't have anything by him, you could do a whole lot worse. I pretty much recommend getting all the records myself. But yeah, if you have to go with one. All right, moving on here. Next one here is another band that puts out, uh, you know, we, we should actually say the record label puts out a disgusting amount of collections. Uh, I think there's been about six total new songs of this band that are from just greatest hits collections only. Talking about Aerosmith. Another one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, right? 
And, you know, I was, I, I definitely defend a lot of the post sober Aerosmith era. There's stuff that they've put out, you know, since Permanent Vacation and Pump and post that that I really do like a lot. There's a lot of it I don't like at all. Uh, but, you know, I always give them a chance. So there's always a, a handful of songs that I'm going to like on pretty much every release. Uh, back when they were leaving Geffen Records and going to Columbia Records, going back to Columbia Records, actually, uh, Geffen put out a best of of their uh, sober era greatest hits called Big Ones. And there's a really cool rocker that kicks it off. So I'm going to play it here for you right now. One you might have not heard in a while. This is Aerosmith with Walk on Water.
All right, there you go. From 1994, that was Aerosmith with Walk on Water. Uh, like I said before, that originally came off the Hits collection called Big Ones. That was the kickoff track at the beginning. Like, let's say you had the cassette like I did when it came out. Uh, the other new song, Blind Man, kicked off side two. Uh, interesting way to sequence it right there. I mean, it makes sense. And a legitimate volume two best of Aerosmith. Whether you like the sober era Aerosmith or not, you can't argue that the, the tracks on Big Ones were all just massive radio and MTV monsters. I mean, you know, Love in an Elevator, Ragdoll, What It Takes, Dude Looks Like a Lady, Janie's Got a Gun, so on and so on. Every song on there was a huge hit, a legitimate best of. You know, you can argue the two new songs, but I do like Walk on Water. And that's why I wanted to play it. That song was also not only just written by Steven Tyler and Joe Perry, but also Jack Blades and Tommy Shaw of Damn Yankees, Night Ranger, and Styx fame. All right. Always, th those guys were like the ringers in the 90s. People called those guys when they needed to write songs. Vince Neil used them. Alice Cooper used them. They, they got around for sure. All right, speaking of the 90s, a band that came into massive success in the 90s, uh, a band, I don't know if you know that I like this band or not, but I do, especially uh, right here, I'll explain a little more, Stone Temple Pilots. My personal history with the Stone Temple Pilots, I'm not that big of a fan of the first album. I, I'm really not a big fan of Core. I thought that, uh, it sounds cliche, but I feel like the second album was their true first album. They, they found their own voice. They found their own sound. And I think Purple was a great album. I love Tiny Music. I love Volume 4. And uh, Shangri-La-Di-Da. I like that album too a lot. So I like those four albums a lot. They've fallen off so much since, uh, to me, like, you know, the the breakup and then the reunion and then they break up again. So I, I don't really follow them anymore. I mean, I, I know what's going on with them, but it's just sad. They're becoming the same thing that, a lot of bands I grew up on are doing, and not that I didn't grow up on these guys too, but like the older bands where they split up and and uh, no, it's my name, no, it's my name. It's it's just sad, and uh, the decline of music quality also with them. But if you're gonna get something by them, their best of collection, thank you, is is a great collection, a true best of. And uh, if you can find the two disc version, there's a DVD that's got like every video. Some uh, cool rarities, live performances. They got like a bootleg version of when they wore Kiss makeup at the Beacon Theater that night. Uh, it's got the band Sans, Scott Weiland doing Wichita Lineman with Glenn Campbell. I mean, it's it's a cool DVD. Something you might have missed there. So go find a two-disc of Thank You. And the new song on there, I like the new song a lot. Uh, it's a really heavy song. Definitely something that would have fit in on either Volume 4 or Shangri-La-Di-Da. So I think it deserves inclusion and a, and a good new song. This is Stone Temple Pilots with All in the Suit That You Wear. Hey you, someone said you were lost out there.
you enjoyed that that was stone temple pilots with all in the suit that you wear the low new track off of their best of called thank you and and a great best of you should definitely like i said the cliche if you don't have something by them that's the one to get for sure even with the core songs on it i know i'm kind of alone in that opinion but that's just my opinion uh if you are a core fan one of the exclusive songs of the best of besides the new track was the acoustic version of plush that you used to hear on the radio a lot that I'm almost positive that audio that went around on the radio was taken from Headbangers Ball on MTV back in the day because I remember watching the episode that night that it aired. So, and, and that song, man, that I just played, I think that's one of the best Scott Weiland vocals out there. It's, it's, it's not him sounding like anybody else. He's got a real crisp, clean sound, a good yell. I mean, that was him when he was just on, you know. Sadly, he's not as good as that anymore in my opinion so and that that was when i heard that song on the best of i was like that was just when stone temple pilots was breaking up and scott was going to join the guns and roses guys in velvet revolver so i was really initially excited about velvet revolver before they even came out uh, i don't think that the songs uh, really justified the build-up in my head but maybe nothing could i don't know uh, you know, I was, I thought Van Halen 3 was going to completely rule, and I was pretty wrong about that too. But uh, moving on, uh, like I mentioned on that Thank You set by STP, uh, this next guy's best of, same kind of thing. Find that two disc version because you get the DVD with a ton of cool videos on there, and uh, the, the CD is, is awesome enough. But uh, Rob Zombie's best of, called Past, Present, and Future, 
is, is a truly great collection because not only does it give you all of the uh, big white zombie and Rob Zombie hits, but, you know, culling from all the various soundtracks and tribute albums and one-off duets that he did. So, you know, the song he did with Howard Stern that you hear at the beginning of Howard's show all the, from the Private Parts soundtrack is on there. And it's got his duet with Icky Pop on Black Sunshine from White Zombie and, you know, stuff from his movies. And it's just a nice history of Rob Zombie uh, up till 2004 or 5 or something like that. Uh, and still, with all of that on there, it's about 20-something songs, I think. Uh, there's two new tracks on it. I think the stronger of the two, uh, the... Uh, the the one girl's on fire that it's just an okay song it's it's kind of filler uh to me i don't even think it would make one of his albums or it would be really late on the record let's just say but uh the other new song two lane blacktop is is a great song it's super fun it's real up tempo so that's the one i'm going to play here so from rob zombie's past present and future this is two lane blacktop <laughs> Don't talk, 
All right, there you go. That was Rob Zombie with Tulane Blacktop from Past, Present, and Future. Uh, since Rob's initial stuff was like owned by Universal Records, that means there's been about three or four Rob Zombie collections released since that. Uh, stupid thing that Universal likes to do in flooding the market. But, uh, uh, you know, I think the only other good best of that has been put out is like the icon with the two discs set on there. That one's pretty good, but I just hate that. I mean, Universal puts out way too many best ofs. Once again, Aerosmith being another example of that. Kiss. Uh, bands like that. So the record company will never leave any money on the table. I'm sure uh, their pricing and the vinyl resurgence has proven that to the public also. All right. Record company cynicism aside, moving on to the next one here. A uh, band that I really like a lot. I don't play them a whole lot on the show, but I'm a, a huge fan of the Go-Go's, and you should be too. Uh, they never really broke up. They, they just kept going on hiatuses and solo albums and stuff like that, but they formally got back together as a unit in 1994. Uh, they put out a two-disc set called Return to the Valley of the Go-Go's, which, uh, for the most part, there's just a handful of original studio songs on there and pretty much all unreleased tracks, B-sides, live cuts, things such as that. So, uh, you know, it's definitely a collection that a fan would want for sure. Not something you should start on if you don't have anything by them, I don't think. I think that's more reserved for their Behind the Music collection. Uh, but this one's cool because it's got three new songs on there. The three songs are good. Uh, easily, though, the best song is uh, this one called The Whole World Lost Its Head. Really cool, fun, punk pop track here. So hope you enjoy it. Turn it up. This is the Go-Go's with The Whole World Lost Its Head.
with just the right amount of sexy smoker's voice from Belinda Carlisle. There you go. That was The Whole World Lost Its Head by the Go-Go's. I love the backing part that Jane Wheedland contributes to it as well, but fun stuff there. Always love the Go-Go's. They still tour, so go see them if they come to your town because they're always fun. They'll play every song that you know and a few you don't, but they're all good. All right. Another band that's from California that has its uh, roots in punk rock for sure and still keeps it real just like you're supposed to. Social Distortion, probably the least punk rock thing they ever did, was put out of Greatest Hits, but there is one. And there was a really, really good new song on there. One of the better songs I've ever heard on a Best Of. Sounds like anything that they've put out on any of their classic albums. So it definitely deserves inclusion here. So from Social Distortion's Greatest Hits, this is Far Behind. Well, friends like you, who needs enemies? You ain't right, you ain't never gonna be your right.
right, there you go. That was Social Distortion with Far Behind, the lone original studio song off of Social Distortion's greatest hits. And this is why I read about the record while I'm playing it, so I can maybe come back with some good info that's definitely worthy of talking about. Uh, I found out that there is uh, an iTunes-exclusive bonus track to Social Distortion's greatest hits. I have to go nab it now, because apparently they do a cover of Chuck Berry's Maybelline on there. Tell me that isn't worth tracking down. I'm going to go buy it right after the show. Not kidding. Because I legitimately buy all of my stuff. 99% of the stuff I is all mine. I own it. I bought it. And uh, you should too. You, you'll appreciate it more. And uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on here. Uh, yet another act who has its roots in punk rock. Uh, nice hybrid of styles ranging from punk rock. Uh, to rock and roll, to hard rock and metal. Uh, guy that I'm still a huge fan of since the day that I found out who he was, and I still like the guy. He's got a new record coming out at the end of the year. Looking forward to it. The great Billy Idol. And uh, Billy Idol's put out a few best ofs over the years. Uh, but there was one that came out a few years ago called Idolize Yourself, the very best of Billy Idol. And, uh, you know, the sound quality, of course, is great on there. There's 18 new songs on there. I think that looking just at the track listing here online, and it seems to have an online exclusive track as well. So I'm going to look for that. Uh, but really cool new song off of Billy's Best Of. It came out in 2008. So it even has a song from uh, Super Overdrive record, and uh, which they used uh, "World Coming Down" on there, which I thought was interesting because, uh, you know, the the single "Scream" is not included on here. So I I think it's one of the bigger omissions on this best of. But I don't know, maybe they didn't put "Scream" on there because people really thought it was like super derivative of Rebel Yell. But yeah, who knows. Uh, but uh, a personal fave on there, just because it's fun. Uh, Speed from the Speed soundtrack is on there. Uh, but basically, if you had the greatest hits from back in 2000 or 2001, it's pretty much everything that's from that, plus about three or four new songs that weren't on there. Uh, so check it out. Really cool new track called John Wayne. Classic Billy Idol. So check this out.
inside your soul Cause tonight I'm gonna be John Wayne There you go. That was Billy Idol with John Wayne from Idolize Yourself, the very best of Billy Idol. Great track, I I think. And that song was actually co-written by uh, some former touring band members of his, Brian Tishy and Derek Sherinian. Uh, if you're a super hard rock nerd, especially in the last few years, you will know those names. Yeah, when I saw Billy uh, back in, I think it was 06 or 07, and it was him, Steve Stevens, Brian Tishy, Derek Sherinian, uh crap i don't remember who was on bass i'm I'm terrible uh but that was one of the best rock shows i have ever seen one of the best set lists i've ever heard i mean he just was killing it and uh, just great live performer uh still has his chops vocally he's in good shape you know go see billy i i hope he comes back through town so i can go see him again but that was one of the best shows i've ever seen hands down uh all right hope you enjoyed that uh, another guy who has a reputation for being a great live performer, actually I guess the last two we're closing off with here definitely have those reputations. One I've seen and one I haven't seen live. The first one I haven't, not yet at least, uh, Bruce Springsteen. And uh, I'm not even, like I said, not a huge Bruce nerd, but I gotta say, uh, the song Murder Incorporated from his Greatest Hits collection, and I think it was 95, yeah, 95, and uh, I think that's one of the best new songs that has been put on a greatest hit. So I had to include it here on this list. Uh, and also, not just on principle, but it definitely helps. This was a reunion track with the E Street Band, who we hadn't played with in like a decade at that point. Uh, so here you go. Add some extra oomph to this really cool rocker. This is Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band with Murder Incorporated.
All right, there you go. That was Bruce Springsteen with Murder Incorporated, his reunion track with the E Street Band. And uh, I like Bruce a lot when he's just kind of rocking out a little harder than you're normally used to hearing. So love that song. And uh, moving on here, the very last song we're going to play on this particular episode. Let me know if you want to hear a volume two at some point. I'll do one if you'd like. Just let me know. Uh, But the last song I'm going to play here uh, by a guy no stranger to the show, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, of course, the icons. Uh, They just blew through town here, and I missed them. But, uh, you know, you just... Sometimes you got a budget, uh, got a lot of cool things coming up, so don't don't feel sorry for me. Uh, I'll catch them the next time around. Uh, but, you know, go see them if they come to your town. Let me know how it was. Give me a set list, whatever. Uh, but there is one of the better best ofs you're going to find is the two-disc anthology of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers called Anthology Through the Years. Uh, of course, uh, more songs than that one disc greatest hits that you see everywhere in every target of the world. And, uh, it's, it's a great, it's in order. It's, you know, like I said, uh, that's the way Logan likes it. Right. Uh, but yeah, totally in order. It's got a couple of, it does have Mary Jane's last dance from greatest hits. It doesn't have something in the air though. I like something in the air, uh, not on here, but it doesn't really miss much. I could nitpick, uh, but there's, uh, there was a sort of new song, from the box set playback, which I could have easily played because, you know, a box set's a best of. Uh, that Waiting for Tonight track is really cool. But I'm going to play you something specifically released on the anthology through the years collection. The last track on the second disc is a song called Surrender. According to the info I found here, it was written during uh, the You're Gonna Get It sessions, which is like a second album. So they never recorded it at all until 2000 for this specific release. And on a sad note, this is the last ever song recorded with Howie Epstein before he died. Uh, if you've seen the documentary about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Running Down a Dream, you, you, you totally should. It's one of the best music documentaries I've ever seen, like ever. Uh, the story of Howie is really sad and just a, a waste. Uh, but this is the last track he did with the boys, and it's, it's a great one to go out on. It's a really cool track. So check it out. Closing off the show here, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with Surrender. Don't jump crazy now. Take it easy. You just can't hold out forever. Don't you lie to me. You say you love me. Don't say you don't remember. Cause it's only that it did And I'm not 
All right, there you go. That was Surrender by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the lone new track off of Anthology Through the Years, and a great song. Great note to go out on for this show and, and for Howie. He, you can totally hear him like doing killer background vocals on that. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the show here today. Uh, like I said, if you want me to do a Volume 2 or Volume 3, let me know. Uh, until then, go to cnjradio.com. It's got the full archive of Rock Strikes 10. It's also got the links to the Facebook, uh, the Twitter, and the email, joey at cnjradio.com. Of course, you can find other cool things to do on cnjradio.com, like listen to The Synaptic, starring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Go catch up on the shows. Uh, we've uh, Schedules permitting on new episodes. Uh, myself and Randy's schedule does not jive very well sometimes, but I love The Synaptic, and I believe in The Synaptic, so hopefully some new shows soon. So catch up on those shows before uh, he starts banging them out again. And also, Last Theater on the Left, which is a show myself and Chris will be doing some more new episodes soon. Wrestling House Show will return, I promise. I, anybody that's still left hanging on that, I appreciate it because I know we don't deserve it. Uh, but we'll get back there and we'll be better than ever. I, I can guarantee you that. Uh, but uh, I'll see you on the next episode here of Rock Strikes 10. Until then, have fun.